Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 729, recorded live on June 18th, 2022. And here are your hosts, man who has my fate once again in his hands, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who must continue his trek into the world of new flavors of pop. Andy Lowe, hi. So what do you need from me? Well, Dave, the question yeah. is, yeah. do or do not? Interesting. Do or do not? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, perhaps you should just try them both. Well, yes. No, there, there will be times where at some point I am going to try them both. But at this moment, do or do not? You totally whooshed the joke, Andy. <gasps> there is no try. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> there, there we go. I mean, I was like lowballing that, like just lobbing it over the plate for you and totally just, nope, like, well, of course I'm going to try them both. God damn it, Andy. That That's not the, the first time. Um, So Father's Day is <laughs> that, coming up, Not right? the first time that you've missed a joke? No. Um, Father's Day coming up, right? Yeah. So um, they have this little thing that the daycare, you know, they're doing like little like Father's Day, Mother's Day gifts sort of thing there. And yeah. one of these things was all about my dad. Oh. And um, they did one of these for Mother's Day, which is actually right next to me. And the first one on the Mother's Day one is my mom's favorite color, right? Okay. The first one on the dad's one is my dad is, you know, how old is my dad? Yeah. And I look at it and I go, 37 years? Yeah. And Kate looks at me and she's like, yes, you are 37 years old. And I'm just like, wait. And I did the <laughs> math in my head and I'm like, shit. I'm 37 years. So yes, no, it's been one of those days where it's just like, oh, oh yeah, obvious. Star Wars came out in when? 1977. Okay. 77 would have been 33 years after the atomic bomb, right? Yep. No, atomic bomb was 46. Trinity test? So 31 years after the atomic bomb. So Star Wars is closer in age to the atomic bomb than to now. Yes, but the question is, do or do not was not actually spoken in Star Wars. Okay, it was in Empire, which came out in 83? No, earlier than that. It came out in like 80, 82, right? I think so. Uh, no, 80. Okay, so still closer to the atomic bomb yeah. than to now. 42 years ago is when it came out. Oh, so wait, God. Star Wars Star Wars was 77, Empire was 80, was Jedi 83? 80, 82 or 83. 82. Turn of the Jedi, 83. May 25th, 1983. <clears throat> and here's the other question then. Are you, are you watching Obi-Wan Kenobi? I mean, I'm recording a podcast, Andy. Well, not yeah, watching I, anything. I know, but I mean... Oh, and have I started watching the show Obi-Wan yes. Kenobi? Not yet. I do need to watch it, but I have not started yet. I also need to watch Miss Marvel. Yeah, I also just... need to see uh, the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, I've seen Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. We just watched the second episode of Miss Marvel last night, mm-hmm. and I guess I have abandoned the expanded universe of Star Wars. Because you are not watching Obi-Wan? Have not seen any of Mandalorian, not watching oh, any of God. Obi-Wan, no uh, Clone Wars. I haven't picked up a book in... Andy, but the, the Mandalorian is like, it is really good. <laughs> That's what I've heard, yes. It's very well told. Really, just like, it's really good, Andy. Okay. You're like, yep, I know. I don't have time. Yep. I am, I am almost done with Hitmonkey. Okay. See, well, when review. you're done with Hitmonkey, yep. put in Mandalorian. Yep. Not just as a Star Wars fan, Andy, but as a father. Yes, because there's Baby Yoda or whatever the well, baby There's is. this whole thing about, like, e- effectively fatherhood. Oh, okay. And responsibility and taking care of a child. So go watch Mandalorian. Uh, no, I'm still excited for watching Obi-Wan. We just haven't gotten around to it yet. We did watch the entirety of Our Flag Means Death. <laughs> Or at least season one of Our Flag Means Death, because season two is apparently in the works. And it was fucking hilarious. Have you seen it? No, but I've, I watched the trailer, and of course, it's our... Taika Waititi. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where where was this guy hiding? Well, he was hiding down in Oceania, it seemed. Yep. 
where was Taika Waititi hiding? Yeah. He was apparently an artist for, like, most of his life. Because, you know, just, you know, the Thor stuff and then um, Jojo Rabbit, that was just, it was it was bonkers, but it was hilarious bonkers. Yep. And then, yeah, but watching the trailer for Our Flag Means Death, I'm like, this, this, is, this, is, this is silly, but it's fun. It is. It is silly, but it's also, like, just, it's so good. Yeah. But not. But speaking of not getting around to things, Dave. Yeah, I, I still have two cans in front of me, and I would love to drink something because right before recording, I Damn I it. had some leftover pasta, uh, noodle, cool noodles from cool noodles. Uh, um from the Hunan Gardens. Okay, I was trying to see spicy. how far I could get without making the decision for you. No, because well, I yeah, I would love a decision because my mouth is still got that that burning Chinese. Yeah, that's that's why my that's my point, right? Like I'm trying to see how far I can go, how long I can drag this out where I don't give you an answer because then it's it's this thing of like driving Andy slowly insane over time. So what was the choice? Do or do not. Which do? Well there are th- <laughs> this one is Baja Mango Gem. Ugh, ugh. Why? Why would you even get it in the first place? Like, I get you're doing this quest of, like, I want to taste all the dews. But, like, who, also, what are you going to do if they come out with a coconut dew? Oh, that that was the, the Baja Blasts from last year. Because you can't, you can't do that. No, that was, that was, um, I was excited. Have, like, a surrogate? <laughs> like, drink this on my behalf. No, no, okay, so the, the Bajas last year, what were the, what were the Bajas last year called? They were, they, supposedly it was, like, a fruit punch... And a, uh, what was that, 2021? What the heck were those called? Bad. No, Baja Flash and Baja Punch. So Baja Punch was tropical fruit punch flavored, which was okay. But the, um, the Baja Flash was, you know, marketed as like pineapple, but it turns out it was more pina colada. So it was pineapple and coconut. And that just tasted disgusting. I, I literally opened the can. I took a sniff and I'm just like, Mm-mm. you're like, nope. And I nope, took nope, a sip nope. and I'm like, definitely not. This, this is horrible. Yeah. So I literally, um, cause it, I could only get it in 12 packs. I just gave Kate the 12 pack and I literally just, she took it into work and left it in the, what they called the food cube at her office. <laughs> this is the random food leftovers from other people. Yes. Snacks and the like. <laughs> Things that no one wants. Which I unfortunately found out I actually still have two cans of that because I had brought in some cans of it to have people try it at work and they never got around to it. So I got to remember to dump those out before I accidentally think that because they came out with Baja Mango Gem and Baja mm-hmm. Gold. You know, Mango Gem, this one has mango and Baja Gold is technically just pineapple, which might be different than the Maui Blast, which is the Dollar General pineapple, but I'll have to see. But once again, Dave, my mouth is tingling. I would like to drink something. I don't see what that has to do with me. <laughs> I choose water. What is the not do? Uh, Dr. Pepper. Or do not. Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. Oh, go for the Dr. Pepper. I'll, yeah. God, I love that noise. That is, that has got to be up there on like one of the most pleasing noises in the world. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Testing the flavor. Yep. How is it? It's describe the mouthfeel, Andy. It's it's Dr Pepper. It's like I can't I can't tell a difference between it's regular Do- Dr Pepper and this Dr and Pepper. Dr Pepper dark cherry or whatever. No 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 dark berry. Dark berry. Yeah. What is a dark berry? don't know it sounds like a like an english like i am the duke of darkberry i guess it would be darkberry <clears throat> oh wow i guess this was actually originally launched back for our spider-man far from home okay and then they brought it back now for jurassic world which i heard is a dinosaur movie but it's not about dinosaurs i mean it's a jurassic park movie was Jurassic Park ever about the dinosaurs? No, it was about men trying to be God. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not bad, it's, but yeah, it still just tastes like Dr. Pepper. So there we go. At least I'm getting the uh, chili taste out of my mouth. So, what's Should going we, on, Andy? People, for some odd reason, are setting off fireworks. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I just don't like people. But yeah. Well, you don't like people who fire off fireworks in an area that is like... All families with young kids. 
because mm-hmm. that you know makes sense. Uh, I've got sunburn today. At least I think I did. It hasn't really shown up as a burn yet, but like definitely my my arms and neck are very sensitive and now you're very hot. To myself. Well, what were you doing outside today? Well, uh, Isaac got up and then like he, like you do. Yeah, and we're downstairs, and he's just yeah. like. I want to go to that bouncy place. That bouncy place. Yeah, there is a uh, place over here that um, is basically a big warehouse filled with a bunch of different bouncy houses. So, like, Jump City. Yeah. Okay. Well, if it's just bouncy houses and not trampolines. I actually was never in there, so I don't know. I was told it's bouncy houses. Oh, that's what this one is. Yeah, it's just a bunch of random bouncy houses. So we... Uh, we did that in the morning, came home for lunch, Megan went up for her nap, and then Isaac was sitting there uh, watching a hide-and-seek YouTube video. That's his thing right now, is hide-and-seek videos. Um, and then he just walks up to me, and he's like, I want to go for a walk. And I'm like, good, I'll get some exercise. So I, you know, I put my shoes on, we go out there, and he's like, where's the stroller? <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking, so this is not a walk, this is a you sit in the stroller and eat a snack. Well, dad walks. Well, dad walks. Yes. But I'm sitting there going like, sure, I'm going to, I'll get some exercise, <laughs> you know. And then on our way home, I passed by the uh, playground for the school next to us. And so we spent some time there. Uh, the The game of the day was I would pick the list of world's largest countries and then we would have to find them because they, they have a giant world map painted on the uh, the playground blacktop. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like so, Carmen San Diego. Yeah. Ba- basically, yes, I did Carmen San Diego for the, I think we finally stopped after 46 countries. Wow. Yeah. Where well, we started, just sat there and said like, here's another country and here's another country. Well, no, I, I followed him around. Okay. Sometimes he had an idea of where they were, but he didn't know exactly, especially since this map was wildly out of date <laughs> how wildly out of date are we talking like czechoslovakia or like um USSR? two germanies two germanies two one, germanies yeah two germanies one yemen so we're looking at like the late mid to late 80s yes there was okay. soviet union was still all together because there was no <laughs> there was no ukraine on the map oh god yeah, I hit the list. I'm like, Ukraine. And I look down and I'm like, Uh-oh. well, it's supposed to be here. <laughs> and then I glance at Europe and I'm looking at them going, wait a second. <laughs> Why are there two Germanys? Like Germany, Germany's misting east. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. Well, we hit it early. We hit it earlier, too. It was because... Um, we had to grit uh, South Sudan showed up, and there's just Sudan in Africa, and I'm just like, well, South Sudan's here. And then I think we were supposed <laughs> to hit the Democratic Republic of the Congo, and that was labeled with a Z, because that was the former, I think the former name of the Democratic Republic of Congo was, what, Zambia or something? Zimbabwe? Or? No, because those are actual countries still. Democratic Republic of Congo. Zaire, there it Zaire. is. Zaire. Formerly known as Zaire, which I should have known from, uh, friggin' Risk. Yeah. Isn't Zaire one of the places you can go in Risk? I think so. And it's a giant friggin' country. In other news, Dave. Yeah, well, um, oh. Have you, did you, have you done today's world dole? No. Okay. I tend not to do those things. Well, the one that I do is the Nurdle, and it, uh, particularly the Instant Nurdle. Yes, I know. I'd stop I really, doing Nurdles. really enjoy doing the Instant Nurdle, just because, like, there's some pretty cool stuff you can do. All right. Send to the link. Can you tell me what country this is? Uh, hang on. Let me click the link. Worldle. Ooh. It says country or territory. It's a, it's a country. It's a country. I cannot do not recognize the shape of that country. There is a river or a coastline down at the bottom? Uh, no. No. It's not a river in the bottom right? No. What country is it, Andy? Angola. Okay. Which is right next to the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Okay. And Isaac recognized it off the bat. Sometimes he just freaks me out. (laughs) So let me go to maps.google.com because now I'm curious. Because you sounded rather certain that that was not a river. And nope, it's a river. It's the Kubongo River. Oh. Separating Angola from Nambia. Oh, you mean that side? Namibia. 
Yeah. Oh, it's sorry. In the bottom right. I know, but I thought you meant like the eastern side of the bottom right, not the south side of the bottom right. Yes, the southern side. Although technically, what is that? Is that that's not a river? Wow. Zambia Angola border just kind of does stuff like <laughs> yep. rapid switchbacks. That's got to be what the hell? <laughs> like that's I have a feeling it's British. Right, but that's just kind of even for the Brits that's super weird. Like the border zigzags heavily. This poor ro- this poor road, road 462 crosses the border a bunch. <laughs> It just kind of keeps weaving back and forth across it because the border keeps weaving back and forth across the road. Gonna guess that's not a very secure border between the two countries. Um, yeah. But no, the, the southern, southeastern side, which is to say the east side of the southern side, definitely a river. And you could tell that from the, <coughs> the outline. And then that very long straight bit, and then another river. Yeah, now I'm looking at this border, and this is just wonky. The bottom right? <laughs> the Angola-Zambia border is just... Yeah. It makes no sense. Like, it's sort of following a delta of some kind, but still, it's just... Just, I don't get it. Above or below the right angle? Oh, above the right angle. No, oh, check below. out below it. Uh, okay, maybe it's uh, uh, some sort of... The one above it definitely looks like a riverbed, or like some natural feature that it's following. Do we have a 3D map of this? Maybe... It's like a elevation change, a ridge, a yeah, a ridge of some kind. <coughs> that could be a clear uh, indicator if it's like a delta with like a ridge. Google or, Map like, has a terrain layer. Oh, yes, it does. There or you can goes. look at the satellite view. Yeah, there's clearly a river there in the satellite view. Right. Should we get out of the uh, Central Africa section and actually hit some topics? <laughs> I mean, we can, I suppose, if you really want to. I thought we were having fun, Andy. We always have fun. I thought we were having a good time. But I went to the picnic today. Oh, your work picnic? The company picnic. The first one in three years. Oh, my. (laughs) They said it's the first and the worst of 2020. That, that's the theme for the picnic. But worst was spelled W-U-R-S-T because the main food was sausages and brats. Oh so that was the joke, right? Because it's the first and the worst, as in sausages, of the 2020s. But also, it's the worst one of the 2020s because they haven't had one yet, and it should only get better from here. So it was the first and the worst. And I had eight root beer floats. (laughs) Now, in my defense, (laughs) as an explanation, uh, they did not have full-sized root beer floats. They were little teeny ones. So they were like fountain, like water fountain cup size root beer floats. It was still probably like three bottles of root beer and probably like four scoops of ice cream. I had a lot. It was delicious. They also had these amazing, absolutely amazing mushroom lettuce cups at the, the vegetarian stand. Oh, oh God, I had like five of those. It was a, it was a good, good, there was a lot of good food. Uh, and then chicken sausages, brats, all that kind of stuff. Hot dogs, veggie dogs. I, uh, we had a, uh, a parents night out actually last night. The, um, the, the, the daycare, you know, it looks like every six months or so just be like, Hey, come after hours, drop your kids off. We'll feed them pizza. You'll get two hours without your kids at night. That sounds pretty amazing. Yeah. So we, uh, we went to, uh, Hunan Gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I got my spicy, uh, noodles there. Oh, um, but I also, yeah, I also your tried disappointing leftovers. Well, I, I also finally tried, I'm like, you know what, what is mushu? It's, uh, the pancakes, right? Yeah, well, I, it looked like tortillas, but it definitely wasn't actual tortillas. It was, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a wheat tortilla. Like it is, it is a wheat based, it's a wheat based wrap of some kind. Yeah. Which is why I can't have them, which makes me sad because they were pretty damn delicious. Yeah, no, that was, I, yeah, I got mushu beef. You know, because it listed all the ingredients. I'm like, I like everything in this. Yep. And then it came out, and it, the guy came out with the with the the pancakes, and I'm just like, oh. and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what do I? What? Am am I making a Chinese burrito? Kinda, but like you you spread the sauce on it first. Yeah, I used. He gave me some hosin sauce, and I used that to actually seal up the burrito. Okay. 
after Willis I hit- folded them. Not like a taco, but like uh, more like an egg roll more than anything else. Mm. Like you roll it up a little bit, you fold in the sides, you roll it up the rest of the way. I guess it's a burrito. Yeah, I just I I made myself a mushu burrito and it was delicious. Yep, bunch of fried veggies and mm-hmm. beef in a burrito. Like, mm. I'm like this. Mm-mm. This is like my. <laughs> This is what, this is my Chipotle order, but Asian, <laughs> but better. Yeah. So we did that, and then we uh, we went shoe shopping. Nice. Because that way you can actually like sit down and look at the shoes, and not have to worry about where did my kids go? Are they taking shoes off the shelf and putting them in other places? <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. Poor Andy. <laughs> Cool. So yeah, that so was my topics? yesterday. Yes, topics. What would you like to talk about first? Uh, well, we can continue our E3-less E3 week because uh, uh, the Xbox showcase was happened on Sunday. After we recorded. After we recorded. Yep. And what was presented at the Xbox showcase? A lot of games. <clears throat> 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. 32 games in DLC. Okay. Any of them good? Well, depends on... Because uh... <clears throat> this was like Microsoft plus Bethesda plus Activision. Well, Although I don't know if they announced any Activision stuff. No, this was all uh, Xbox oh, yeah, and they Bethesda. Did. They did? Nope, yeah, down towards the bottom, Diablo 4. Oh, yep, there it is. <clears throat> uh, I was kind of interested. They, it looks like they're rebooting Forza. Not Forza Horizon, but straight Forza, mm-hmm. which is the, you know, the actual, it's more like a Gran Turismo, more of the nitty gritty sort of thing rather than the, well, which the, one's, which, which is the like realism that's, that's regular for Forza. Okay. Forza Horizon. They actually literally announced a Hot Wheels DLC. That's. Do you get to play on Hot Wheels tracks? Yes. With the, the boosters? I do believe so. Because that would be amazing. <laughs> Having, I think they have like full-size cars, but just, you know, instead of row, roads, it's like... Scaled giant, up Hot Wheels tracks. Yeah, scaled up Hot Wheel tracks. I love that idea. That is fantastic. Yeah. No, that was that was a that was a neat little trailer. That was Forza Horizon, which is different than Forza. Yes. Okay. I'm looking through this list. I mean, I don't recognize a lot. Oh, there's another Activision Blizzard, Overwatch 2. Well, the one that I didn't see coming was the fact that Riot is coming to Xbox. Interesting. In what way? All games under Riot Games Umbrella, including LOL, are coming to Xbox platforms. Interesting. So a whole new round of people who have no idea how to play League are about to start playing League. Yes. Well, shit. It's got to be a bad time to be in League. Um, or a great time. Depends on if you got a team yeah. or not. Did you see, oh, excuse me, the uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator information and the, the update that they added? Are they making it more realistic somehow? No, kind of the opposite. I'll wait. A pelican? What? Not the bird. The, it is the, a pelican, but that's not the bird. No, I know, yeah, that's the Halo ship. That is the dropship from Halo. <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator has added a Halo dropship to the roster of planes. Because, of course, they did. Oh my gosh, okay. So, with this 40th anniversary update, you could actually fly the Wright Flyer, the Douglas DC-3. Yeah. And okay. a collaboration with the Smithsonian will also introduce the spirit of St. Louis. Oh. How has this article's author, I mean, I guess they're a video game author, like, not, not the, heard the, of the author spirit. is saying, it's okay, I haven't heard of it either. Like, what do you mean you haven't heard of the spirit of St. Louis? Laura, have you heard of the plane, the spirit of St. Louis? Yes, I'm trying to remember what exactly it is, but I definitely heard the name. Okay. Because that was, that was uh, Limbaugh's plane, right? Lindenberg. Lindenberg, that guy. Yeah, not Limbaugh. Lindenberg. And I know more than this author does. <laughs> Can I fly the Enola Gay? <laughs> that, that's the update I'm waiting for. 
let me fly the Enola Gay over to uh, Japan. Which is funny because that's actually the game that uh, I'm probably going to be reviewing next is uh, Bomber Run. Oh, okay. Bomber? I was like, what? Uh, I'm sorry, Andy. Hang on a second. I was sorry. making a crude, potentially racist joke. What are you reviewing? Okay, Bomber Run. Sorry, Bomber Bomber Crew is the name. Yeah, yeah. I'll review. That's going to be one of my next game reviews. Okay. Once I get into it a little bit more, I'm still in the, I'm still in the, the tutorial stages, which is good because I had no idea about how to do half <laughs> what that you were stuff. doing. Yeah. Uh, other news out of that Microsoft event. I mean, there were a lot of games announced. Fallout 76 has more DLC coming, and no one cares. I was like, wait, they're making DLC for Fallout still? For Fallout 76. They'd make more money if they made DLC for, like, Fallout 4. I'd laugh if the next Elder Scrolls thing that actually came out was, like, a Skyrim DLC. <laughs> I know that they're working on Elder Scrolls 6. I, I, I'm aware, but, like, that would be really funny if the next thing they published was a Skyrim DLC. <laughs> They'd have to backport it to every game console ever. Wait. What? What? Sorry, I was looking at the uh, Kojima's working on a game for Xbox. Yes. Yes. What was it? <laughs> Did they actually announce what it was? No, or just they're just that saying he's that working he, on something? he's working okay. on something. <clears throat> Hideo Kojima, mm-hmm. our friend from Metal Gear with the like hour long cutscenes. And Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Stranding? Standing. It, I thought it was Stranding. Is it... St- I think it's Stranding. Yeah, Stranding. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, that's all well and good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, um, kind of, that kind of was the wrap-up of all the E3-less E3 stuff. I mean, Bethesda had some announcements that were pretty important, like Starfield, Fallout 5. They did announce Fallout 5. Well, sort of. They announced that the game they'd work on after Elder Scrolls 6 is Fallout 5. So they have Starfield coming out, then Elder Scrolls 6, then Fallout 5. Okay. It's a big deal for some people, Andy. Some people really enjoyed the Fallout series of games. No, I I enjoyed... Yeah, I I have them on my computer right now, so I just need to get through them all. (laughs) I mean, go watch a speedrunner. Yep. Like, just go watch a speedrunner play Fallout, and there you go. You're done. Oh, you want the story. Oh, that's different. (sighs) Excuse me. Um, Okay. Speaking of Activision Blizzard. (laughs) I read this, and I'm like, Activision cleared of, you know. No evidence of ignoring harassment. And I was like, wait, who, who, who cleared Activision Blizzard saying that they had no evidence that they ignored harassment? I mean, the company that would know the best. Activision Blizzard. An internal review of Activision Blizzard. So Activision Blizzard reviewed Activision Blizzard and found that Activision Blizzard did nothing wrong. So did they? No one should believe them. Did they address at all the reporters that said that Bobby Kotick um, purposely overruled his own HR department? I doubt it. I haven't actually read the article, but I definitely download, like, yeah, I definitely doubt it. Yeah, no, the review of contemporaneous documentation and statements by relevant individuals shows that media criticism of the board and Activision Blizzard senior executives as insensitive to workplace matters is without merit. No, I I feel like the state of California would like to talk to you about that. (laughs) I feel like the state of California is still going to talk to you about that. Your internal review be damned. That's like getting an audit from the IRS and then going, oh, no, 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 we, we, we paid everything. We're, everything's in order. Yep. Like, they're, they're not going to believe you. Yes, we reviewed our taxes internally. And we're quite certain we paid everything appropriately. Yes. No need. The IRS no, would be like, yeah. uh, cool, show us. Wow, that's Activision yeah. Blizzard reviewed Activision Blizzard and found Activision Blizzard was clear of all impropriety. Hmm. So I have a giant white fluff ball sitting next to me, so I might get distracted here and there, because he's adorable, and he's just laying here and letting me pet him. Unfortunately, it means I'm too far from the computer to see the list of topics. Well... Um, the, uh, Microsoft had a investor's call on, uh, Thursday. Okay. And once again, somebody asked about supply chain issues. 
huh, kind of a, you know, modern, important issue. Yep. What did Microsoft, what supply chain, I guess Microsoft does make hardware for, like, Xboxes. Yes. But other than that, they don't do well, a lot of hardware. the Xbox. Oh, Azure. Never mind. Yeah, Azure, like, cloud computing. They do a ton of hardware. Okay, yeah. so what did they say? Well, this one, this one was specifically Xbox. The Xbox okay. CFO says yep. the supply chain issues that have been affecting the games market will likely continue out throughout yep. the next year. Yeah, definitely. Manufacturers are facing two issues. Limited parts, which he reportedly said favor Series S consoles, mm-hmm. and elevated logistic pricing pressuring margins. Yep. Almost like, you know, the global economy is in deep trouble. This whole just-in-time thing that everybody started to do was great until you threw the giant monkey wrench of COVID-19 into the mix. I mean, a global pandemic was not exactly something we were prepared for. No, no, we were not. And yeah, the the damage that that caused to the global market and the global supply chain, like they're they're reporting that economies have recovered, that the economy is as good as it was before COVID-19. But the issues that it brought up during those two years, it's going to take a decade to work through all of that. I say this as a non-professional armchair, like pure guesswork, but it's going to take a long time. Well, our in-house economist will probably let you know how you did. Okay. I think we can let ourselves know how we did when we come back in like 10 years and we're still dealing with supply chain issues. Yeah, I'm I'm still dealing with supply chain issues. I actually just sent... Remember that whole power outage thing? The whole building yeah. and the boxes yeah. that got... Yeah, I just got report back from one of them saying, oh, this... Uh, we flashed the, the software, but it's still not responding. So they think it's a chart, uh, a couple of chips on the main board. So like, okay, so we need to, we can't get the chips. Yep. Like we can try swapping in the main board, but we're still backlogged on the main boards as well. Yep. So he's so like, kind of screwed. It's like, I, we can fix it and this is how much it's going to cost, but we literally have zero timeline for when it's going to get done because we literally have no idea when the board. Boards are going to get gonna yeah, yeah when the boards are going to get shipped. And I, I send that to my bosses. I'm like, here's here's the thing. No idea when it's going to get fixed. And their responses were, "What other solutions are there?" <laughs> and I said, "There are none because we lost and two boxes. I I literally my spare yeah. went into the main studio, and I now still have a gaping hole where the other box was because I I never in my wildest dreams would think that we would lose two of these boxes at the same, at the same time. time. One box, sure, yeah, I've got a spare box. That's no problem, but literally two boxes it's like well crap yeah well and that's what you have to think about with disaster recovery right like what's the probability of both of them going down that's fine Mm -hmm. but then if it happens you are screwed kind of like raid five raid five you're okay if one of them goes down but then if any one of the hard disks fails and you can get to it fast enough you're fine you can restore it and you're all set if both of them fail or not both but if two of them fail you've lost everything yeah i always hate that when it's literally one of the hard drives fails during the rebuild. It's just like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. And then I just wiped the whole raid, replaced the is, other is failed that a wow joke. No, but it could be it somehow. Because you're wiping the raid? Yeah, I'm wiping the raid. Yeah. Fucking rogues. <laughs> I just vanish and then I don't have to respawn and run back and you goddamn assholes. Just feign death and just stay there. Yeah. Feign Hunters death. Hunters and rogues, man. <laughs> Feign death and just hope. Feign death and hope. Feign death and hope that like it actually sticks. Yep. And then um, what was that? Was the 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 goblin or uh, the 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 gnome jumper cables or were they goblin jumper cables? I think goblin jumper cables. Yeah, I think it was goblin jumper cables. Had what like a seventy five percent chance to revive somebody? Yeah, something like that. So you always had a couple of those in your pack, and you're just like, please, 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 please. Oh, good. <laughs> Deagroed. Well, let's see. What other gaming news we got here? 
Um, Netflix has said that there, because we talked about Netflix getting into gaming, right? Yeah, and I laughed dismissively and derisively. Well, to <clears throat> date, Netflix mobile games have been downloaded 13 million times. I thought for a second you were going to say 13 times, and I was like giddy with excitement. No, thir- 13 million is a lot. Yes, 13 million downloads. Are these voluntary downloads, or are these like... Like, I open the Netflix app on my phone, and it says, like, would you like to do this? And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, click through. No, these are people downloading the games. There are currently 24 mobile games that it has published since November of 2021. And those 24 mobile games have been downloaded a total of 13 million times. What games are these that people are downloading from Netflix? Uh, let's see. The most downloaded titles are Stranger Things 1984, uh-huh. Netflix Asphalt Extreme, and Stranger what? Yeah, Netflix Asphalt Extreme. Racing game? Uh yes. With uh, Netflix uh, properties? Is it just wacky races the game? Uh hold on. Let's let's actually look at the Play Store. Netflix Asphalt Extreme. It looks like it's like a off-road racing. But what yeah. makes it Netflix? It's available exclusively for Netflix members. But, but why? Oh, it, it looks like uh, it originally was Asphalt Extreme Rally Racing, developed and published by Gameloft. I know that company, but why? <laughs> so they didn't even make the game. It's, no. Like, if you're if you're a company like Netflix and you're going to make a game and put your label on it, you have to do something that makes it your game. Like, if it were a racing game with all the shows that Netflix has the rights to, that would be awesome. Yeah, wacky racers, but Netflix properties, that would be hilarious. But if it's just like, oh yeah, we bought this game that this other company made and just expect people to to buy it and play it, what? I'm just, I'm so thoroughly confused, Andy. I I don't know, but 13 million downloads. For 24 games. Yes. So since November 2021. But less than a million downloads per game. Sure. Yes. That does change the metrics a bit. It's less than a million downloads per game, fewer than a million downloads per game. It's 24 games, and how many of them are games that Netflix actually made versus games that they bought from a different company? Well, these aren't the, the game, de- these are not developed by Netflix. They're all just published by Netflix. But, like, not even that. Some of them were published by other companies first. Yeah. So I don't, tr- I mean, I get, I guess... Like, these numbers exist. I'm fine with that, but I don't trust these numbers. I don't trust that they are an accurate reflection of the future. Well, I'm just giving you the numbers. Okay. You're like, that's all I can do is give numbers. Which is uh, funny because... Uh-oh. The, um, did I put those on here? What did I what did I label those as? Um, the... Oh, I didn't put that on here. The MPD numbers have been steadily declining for the last seven months. For game sales? Yes. Huh. Well, it's seven months of decline year over year. Right. So before the pandemic, you know, games were actually in a... Uh, the the sales numbers were sliding. Pandemic hit, everybody gets stuck at home. Stuck at home, and so everyone bought games. Yes, so... Now people are going back out. Yes, and... Those numbers are sliding a bit. Yes, and the other thing people have been finding out is that um, it's a lot harder to make games when everybody's working remotely. Really? Yes. Uh, The... um, The number of game releases for this year has been dropping a lot. How Every, much is a lot? Uh, they, they what was it? They were just in here somewhere. Was uh, they they were keeping track of game releases and they said like there's over two dozen that have been <clears throat> delayed. Because, um, well, some people said, you know, it's it, it just wasn't the same trying to get these games put together. With working remote. Yes. I, I have a feeling that, like, game design feels like a very collaborative, iterative thing. Yes, the uh, uh, Two Point Studios said, we lost the meerkat thing for their i what he means by that is that you know you're all in an office and you hear some no you're all in cubicles you're all in cubicles or in the horribly open office design Mm -hmm. um and you hear according to him someone swearing at your level over there or someone moaning about a bug you just hear it and fix it on the fly yeah that's much harder to do over teams yes yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of times you know i can i can 
I could probably do 75% of my job not in the office, but then there's every once in a while where I'm just like literally walking down the hall and somebody goes, hey, Andy, I got a problem. And I just yeah, go over there. How, go, many of those, how many of those hey, Andys could they Teams you instead or Google chat? Oh, probably a lot of them. <laughs> Right. The the difference is you're there, they see you, and they're like, ah, Andy can help me. Yes, it's like, oh, I, f- I, I forgot to send you this email. Right. Yeah. Which, just get better at remembering, remembering to send those emails. Yes. Or it's the, the time where somebody called, they, somebody called me up Thursday morning at like four o'clock. They said, I think the radio station is down. And I'm like, okay, what? What do you want me to do about it? Well, I'm sitting there going like, you know, this is, I had set up a brand new remote control system because the old days, before the, in the before times, yeah, the transmitter site only communicated to a box in the studio. There was no remote access whatsoever. Somebody actually had to be sitting in the studio looking at this one box in order to look and see what the readings were out at the transmitter site. No other outside connection. But we didn't need one because somebody was in that chair 24-7. Until they weren't. Until they weren't. And then, um, because it was an AM, we had to manually adjust the power levels on it. So somebody in that chair 24-7s at specific times during the day would either turn the power up on the transmitter or turn it down. Well, you know, nobody's in that chair. Somebody for a while was literally coming in and hitting an up button and leaving and then going and, you know, hitting a down button. And I'm like, well, shoot, I can hook a phone up to this and we can at least do it that way. And now the newer system we've got is IP-based, and it's actually smart enough to handle that. I've got macros in for every single time during the year when to turn it up and when to turn it down. So I, he's like, I, I think the transmitter's off the air. And I'm sitting there going like, okay, what does the remote control unit say? And he's like, I don't know. I can't get into it. We haven't been able to get into it for like a couple of days now. <laughs> And in my head, I'm like, wait, it's 4 a.m. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not fully awake. And I'm just like, yeah. wait, you haven't been able to check on this transmitter for a couple of days now? And I'm just hearing about it now? I'm, yeah, I'm just hearing about it. What? Luckily, because I was testing the software and programming it before, you know, you know, implementing it back at the studio, I still had a copy of the software to access the remote control unit on my computer here. So I just double clicked it, looked in, I'm like, no, you're on the air. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but still, it was just like, why did nobody think to email me the first chance of going, hey, I can't see if our transmitter's on the air or not. I hear it in the speakers, so of course we're on the air, but I, you know, I don't see any of the readings. Eh. <laughs> yeah. So yes, no, the, the remote aspect, I, I get it that sometimes being in that same building is nice, especially if you're, if your people are, have like promo ideas or like, you know, I, how do we want to do this commercial? If I'm by myself in a box, I just have myself to bounce ideas off of. If I have somebody else, Somebody can talk to me and I can talk to them and be like, oh, there's actually a better way of doing it. We could do it this way or we could do it that way. But work from home for game companies, a little harder. Yes. So a lot of the big, big AAA titles have been pushed back away from this year as people are still trying to figure this whole thing out. Do you think it's going to get figured out? Or do you think these companies are going to have to say, like, you know what, come back? Well, a lot of the tech companies have been trying to push people back. A lot of companies in general trying to push everybody back into the office again, which I think... Some stuff you need that, some stuff you don't. Yep. It, it's just a, you need people, the people need to figure out a hybrid model because that's how it's going to be moving forward. I mean, the bulk of my meetings over the last two months have been over teams anyway. Like we're all there, but they've all been on teams. Yeah. Yeah. We've been bouncing okay. between, uh, the, the company meetings in person or over Google meet mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, it's been fine. Okay. What about working in virtual reality? Oh, this one's, this one's funny. Um, so a, uh, which, who did this? Okay. Let me find out who, somebody did a study trying mm-hmm. to find out the university. What university was this? Um, oh, it looks like it's in Germany. Okay. So a German university took, um, a bunch of people mm-hmm. and said, okay, you're going to be doing your job 
virtually for an entire week. Okay. So, so these were all jobs that could be done in a virtual reality environment. Yes. So they were all employees or researchers at the university were asked to work in virtual reality for a week. They were uh, asked to work using Chrome remote desktop and they used an Oculus Quest 2 VR headset so the participants could use the hand tracking with a physical keyboard. So they would see, you know, instead of sitting in front of a computer, they'd be sitting at a desk with a keyboard. Minority report, right? Yeah. Like, well, no. So they, they actually were sitting in a virtual desk with a virtual keyboard and mouse. Well, I think they had a physical keyboard. Okay. But still, rather than looking at a computer screen, they were inside VR looking at a virtual computer screen. Okay. Yeah, if you actually look at the paper, which is linked in there, they show pictures of how the setup was. Right. Click on this link and then click on the link. Quantifying the effects of working in virtual reality for one week. I feel like it would take more than a week to get used to it. Well, yeah. uh, Well, some of the people had to drop out. Um, Yeah, two subjects dropped out on day one because they were experiencing nausea, migraines, and anxiety. Yep. (laughs) Sounds right. Yes. What advantage do you gain from putting... Because all they did is projected the desktop onto the VR headset. Like, you don't gain anything from that. Well, they... they (laughs) Part of me was like, man, if I had to do this, they, they had to work eight-hour days with only 45 minutes to not wear the headset during lunch. I it's just, I, I feel like they're studying the wrong things. <laughs> yes, uh, the, they, the people felt their task load had increased by an average of 35%. They had frustration increasing by 42%. Yep. And anxiety went up by 19%. Yep. Well, cause, I mean, if you look at their... So this should not come as a surprise based on this experiment. I'm looking at the image. It means that you've eliminated everything from your field of vision except the monitor, right? That's that's what I'm seeing in this? Yes. So if instead they had made the background instead of this, like, colored void, what if they had made it, like, a nature scene, a field with rolling clouds, a waterfall, a stream? Rather than living in a pink void? Right. Like, just that difference, I would bet, would have a significant impact on that anxiety increase. (laughs) So you're saying it... Well, so this paper was was for studying the long-term effects of VR, of like yes. doing VR for 8 hours a day. And I it's a bad study. It's a bad study because it's not testing the effects of VR for 8 hours a day. It's testing the effects of putting a remote desktop in a virtual reality screen like 3 centimeters away from your eyeballs for 8 hours. And yeah, yeah, it it didn't work well. I you're right. But <laughs> Did a dumb thing. <laughs> like, give people something to look at. Give people something other than their work in front of them. Yeah, just like how people, you know, put things in their cubicles. Right. Yeah, if I was stuck in a virtual cubicle, like, hopefully I would have some cool-looking virtual things to, you know, glance at that's not, you know... Dude, like, make a friggin' enterprise that flies around your head. You can just look up and it's, like, randomly going to different space stations or fighting the Borg. And, like, that's just happening above you. Yep. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't change anything. It's just, like, you look up and you're like, oh, there's, like, the Enterprise. And there's, like, a Romulan warbird. They're just kind of chilling. Could be, like, uh, well, heck, even right now at my um, at my desk, I have two different uh, two different Rubik's Cubes at my desk. And it's just nice to have that to just not be looking yep. at a screen. Yep. Like, if you're going into a virtual space, don't limit yourself to a goddamn desktop from a computer screen. Rethink the damn thing. Yeah. And I bet you you'll have a lot less motion sickness. Hopefully less motion sickness and hopefully less um, eye strain, too. Mm-hmm. Dumb, dumb, da-dumb, dumb, dumb. <clears throat> um, okay, so let's see. Uh, other dumb things. Uh, there's a issue with the Mustang Mach-E where uh, some of the high-voltage battery connectors could overheat. Um, and if they overheat while the car is not running, uh, you won't be able to start it. But if they overheat while the car is running, it could lead to a complete loss of any sort of propulsion. So the engine just basically, there isn't an engine, it's just the the wheels just cut out? 
the motors lose their battery power, so they lose yep. their source of electricity, so yep. they, they stop motoring. So as fast as you're going is as fast as you're going to go. <laughs> Until friction <clears throat> brings you to a stop. I mean, you can stop with the brakes, too. Yes, that is true, yes. You could stop faster if you wanted to, but if you're on the right. highway... And you suddenly lose... I mean, propulsion. Yep. You haven't had that happen to you in an ice engine? Um, uh, actually, I have. I mean, it's the same thing as running out of gas. Yes. No, I have run out of gas. Right? I, I was also on the it's, highway it's in literally my... literally the same effect of running out of gas, where you're just like, well, the engine stops. Yes, but... Okay, I guess I better put on my hazards and pull off to the side. Yes, that also could be true. But, you know, if you have a full tank of gas and then suddenly your engine stops... That could right. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it's like it's not weird or problematic, but it's not a like, oh my god, what am I going to do? Like the same thing you would do if you ran out of gas. <clears throat> like that's not not a not a hard thing. So yes, they have stopped all sales of the Maki until they figure it out and have recalled the forty nine thousand that are out there. Yes. Oops. And it's a software bug. I love that it's a software bug. Well, I guess it's a bug whether it's software or hardware. Ooh. So what do you want to hit Graphics before we cards hit the? Are getting cheap again. Yes, because Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are tanking. Yeah. So here's the thing. Don't. Don't buy it from the crypto jocks. Don't buy it used from eBay when, like, the person selling it is selling, like, 800 of them. Don't give them the, the like, recuperation of their money. They invested. Screw them. The assholes. Also, also... The next gen of graphics cards should be coming out soon. That's actually the other reason why these card prices are falling. It's not just that the crypto bros are, are like, flooding the market with them. Um, the next generation should be coming out soon. Okay. I'm still waiting for all the rest of the supply chain stuff to start going down in price, but... Um... As we talked yeah, about well, earlier... We gotta, bring, we gotta bring gas back down. Yep. I finally understand the, like, Aaron's perspective on that and what Aaron keeps saying about they, they don't want to build new, like, they're making record profits, but they don't want to reinvest those profits in the company. That's why they're making record profits. Well, they also... not actually investing it back in. Because they tried to originally invest into drilling back in, mm -hmm. from the 70s to the 2000s, <clears throat> and then they got burned, and then they had yep. switched to production yep. for the refineries and everything else up until 2020 and then COVID-19 you know, hit and then all the refineries basically got shut, shut down, down. Yeah. due to the lack of oil usage. Yeah. So if I was I if I was an oil executive right now I'd be like really you want me to you want me to build more refineries and do more dip drilling or just um, lower the price. And, uh, you know, take the hit of, like, not making record profits. Well, the problem with that is the Saudis and the fact that the Saudi oil is literally run by the government. Yep. So oil literally keeps the country running. Running. Yeah. They, too, have made quite a bit of money. Yes. Yes, they have, and have been trying to, you know, invest that into everything else that's not oil to try and make themselves look better, yeah. rather than the humanitarian monsters that they are. Yeah, grumble, grumble. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, yeah, but, like, there's there's other things they could do. The oil companies, other things they could invest in. like Or, you know, we could have invested in renewable energies and nuclear right. years ago. Or right now. Or right now, right yes. Now, the right oil now, the companies that are going, like, we've got so much money and we don't know what to do with it because they, like, we don't want to uh, drill more and we don't want to build new refineries. Then build a fucking nuclear power plant. Or get some land. And build a freaking solar array. Yep. We're like, oh, all well, the photovoltaic stuff. And it's like, okay, just build it now. Then, then build a photovoltaic plant. That's thinking energy forward. We're going to need more of those. Yep. Or just reduce the price of gas. It's high all over the world. Yes. It's high yep. fucking everywhere. Well, in other news of things that are not actually vehicles, yep. um, Amazon is actually going to start drone delivery this year. Woo! One town in California will be the launch for Amazon Prime Air. They've been talking about that for years. They're yep. finally doing it. 
Yep, they, uh, after receiving approval from the FAA and Lockford officials, because it's going to be Lockford, California, it will launch the drone delivery service in Lockford and build it based off of customer feedback. Uh, it's already been working with the FAA and has acquired an air carrier certificate. So that they can ship things through the air. Yep. That's kind of hilarious. So, All right. Well, good. Yep. Anything, anything less than a five-pound payload could get delivered to your backyard via a drone. Do you have to set down the landing pad thing? I remember that was in the early designs where, like, they would send you a, uh, like, a tarp that you would put down in your yard for the drone to okay, drop the package see. What does it say? Uh, for these deliveries, the drone will fly to the designated delivery location, descend to the customer's backyard, and hover at a safe height, um, six feet, according to Axios. It will then safely release the package and rise back up to altitude. That does not help. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. They said that it, they've got everything set up. They're going to start it this year in Lockford, cool. California, and we'll see how it goes. Well, good for friggin' Lockford. Mm-hmm. Other Amazon news, um, Amazon Prime, or Prime Day, is going to mm-hmm. be... Oh, that's coming ju- up. Yep, July 12th and the 13th. Hey, I know someone whose birthday is around then. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, it turns out I'll be 38. <laughs> 38? I can't I can't believe that, Andy. I know. To be turning 38, you'd have to be 37 right I know, now. I'd have to be 37, I know. Who got that freaking 37 age wrong? I'm not 37. <laughs> Bad news. Yep. So, um, during Prime Day, Prime Gaming is going to have more than 30 free games for you to pick up. <laughs> okay. Uh, Star Wars Republic Commando, Star Wars Jedi Knight and Jedi Knight 2, Need for Speed. Those are, Ma- those are not current games. <laughs> no. A lot of these are sound very old, in fact. Yeah, all, all three of the Mass Effect games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if, if you don't care about, you know, not getting the latest and greatest, it's still going to be a... T- an easy way to to boost your gaming library. Yep. So, yep. Uh, starting the 21st, uh, you can start picking up 25 indie games instantly as well. Cool. So, Any there you go. games in the list? Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of most of these. <laughs> well, I've heard of Metal Slug 2. Okay, so I've heard of that one. Not, not going to play that one. Not really into the uh, shump games. Shmup. Shmup? Shoot them up. Okay. They're not shump. They're shmups. Okay. Well, still, that's that's not my cup of tea, but some of these other ones could be interesting. We'll see. Okay. We'll have to check out. Yes. So, yeah, if you're a Prime member, feel free to grab them for free. On Prime Day. Well, like I said, Prime Day for some of the bigger titles. The indie titles start next week. Okay. So, anything yeah. else on this list that you want to talk about? Ah, I'm good. Uh, last note, the um, Starship <clears throat> has gotten a basically an okay from the FAA. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Took them long enough. Yeah, the FAA finally dropped their final environmental assessment. There are 75 mitigation things that SpaceX has to do in order to get the launch license, but these, it's just 75 things. <laughs> just 75 yes, things. Yes, just 75 things, but some of them are like, you know, donate money to this cons you know conservation yeah to this conservation group okay i mean it's things that they'll be able to do very quickly yes these there's there's no major roadblocks this is all minor stuff i forgot exactly what it was called but it's literally like no like no major interruption or something like that okay well that's that's good news for mr musk yep so yeah so if as long as they get those 75 things squared away then one step closer to actually getting an orbital launch from boca chica Yep. Isn't that what he wanted by the end of 2022? Yep. Has it been a year since, like, all the Starship stuff happened? I don't know. It's been a while. It feels like it's been almost a year. When was Starship 18? Uh. And the belly flop maneuver? Uh, let's see. 10 kilometer high altitude flight test was conducted on May 5th, 2021. Yeah, so May 15th, or... Yeah, May 5th. May 5th, 2021 was the last. That that was the 10 kilometer test. So that was that was a lot. That's over a year ago. They've been sitting on this for a year. Yep. Well, shit. SN20 was rolled out to the launch mount and placed on booster four on August 5th, 2021. 
Yep, so not quite a year. Not quite a year since SN20 was mounted on Booster 4 for a fit test. But yes, that has been been a while. <laughs> they have already gone through five boosters. Booster 1, 2 is completely gone. 3, 4, and 5 have already been decommissioned. B booster 7 has been built, and Booster 8 is under construction. So <laughs> this has been... They've just been moving forward, but man, this FCC or no FAA thing has just taken forever. Mm -hmm. Taking them a year. Yep. All right. Anything else? <clears throat> um, nah. All right. It is your review, Mr. My review. I'm yep. going to review a website called glitch.com. All right. Glitch.com. And it breaks your computer. No. Um, <laughs> very aptly named website. Yeah. <laughs> Glitch.com is a programming website, which is to say it's it's kind of an entire programming environment for like rapid prototyping and throwing up a, a web page. So you go in, you log in, you sign up, you log in, and you can create um kind of modern web software right here in the page. Now this is not like oh yeah, it's a friggin' um was it Squarespace where like you drag and drop onto the web page to create the web page. No, no, no. This is like legit code. You are coding a web page, but you can do a lot of the modern web three stuff. So like it's got basic websites. It's got uh, full stack server and front end websites. It's got react information. Um, you can build a database website off of it. You can build some, some SQL stuff based on it. And like, it's just, it's all there and free. And it's actually got a pretty cool collaborative ability where like multiple people can log in and work on the project at the same time. It has a full folder structure. It has have everything that you'd want to start web development without needing to build a full like system on your own machine. Hmm. So it's pretty cool. It's free. They keep improving it. They've actually added now things like a terminal so you can do command line stuff if you need to do command line stuff. And it's it's just kind of all there and ready to go. So you can start up and launch a web page in just a couple of minutes. Well, this is interesting. There's a lot of people who have gotten some interesting things. Yeah. You can do some pretty cool stuff. <clears throat> so this would be like if I wanted to create my own Wordle clone. This would probably be a one way of doing it. Yeah, you could probably build that very quickly on this if you know what you're doing. But again, it's like it's not low code. This is actual programming. You do need to know HTML, CSS, JavaScript, whatever frameworks you want to add in. This is just getting the starting point set up to save you time. Gotcha. So this is probably not... For me specifically. No, probably not. Yeah, that's okay. I'm just learning how to do... Man, there's so many scripting things now that I got to learn how to do. What sort of scripting things do you need to learn, Andy? Oh, stuff there about actually monitoring the antenna system correctly for a directional array. Ooh. Yeah, because you have to, there's, um, basically it's trying to interface 1970s technology into a, a modern computer. It's basically what I'm trying to do. So That's good. a lot. Yeah, good times. Yep. So something like that. And then, yeah, building the stuff up there to go, because... Uh, transmitters don't actually care about your actual transmitter power output for an AM. They care about how much current you're at the base of the, the antenna. That's what the actual license is. So it's like, okay, I'm supposed to have this much base current, but you know, things change. Grounds change, you know, all the elect electricity changes because you're outdoors. Yeah. The environment changes. So yeah. I'm trying to set it up there. to strike next to it. Yeah. Or on it. Um, so I'm trying to set it up there where it will actually monitor that and adjust the transmitter output accordingly to try and keep you within your percentage of acceptableness. Mm, that's so, nice. Yeah, well, but I don't want to. I don't want to do it too much because then it will just be constantly working the transmitter up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But still, yeah. you know, yeah, things like that. So just basically a lot of if-then nested statements. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Random topic. Yeah. Rolled ahead of time. I didn't tell Dave this one. Nope. I'm going into this blind. <laughs> because this is no joke. Literally, randomly rolled ahead of time. Did not. Just, just tell me the topic, Andy. All right. Andy has two drinks in front of him. 
Fuck blue... you. <laughs> no, I'm deadly serious. If you want to look at the list. No, go ahead. Andy has two drinks ahead in front of him. Andy has two drinks in front of him, a blue one and a red one. David, you must select one for him to drink. Which one? Just in case you're wondering, the Dr. Pepper Dark Berry is in a blue can. Okay, but like... The Baja Mango Gem? So legit, all the information I have is blue versus red. Yes. I I don't know if this is like blue pill and red pill from the Matrix. I don't know what these are. Like, one is poison and one is not. Um, I mean... But you you see why I didn't tell you what the random topic was. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I'm just trying to think. Which would I decide, blue or red? I mean, I would... Here's what I would do. You ready for this? If I were in this situation, I'm assuming I'm there. Uh, I'd smell the two of them. Or actually, even if I'm not there, I'd tell you, like, Andy, smell the blue one. Smell the red one. Because, like, let's just make sure... These are two mysterious fucking drinks. Check for like obvious poisons. Like, like smell the blue powder. one. Yes, iocane powder. The tasteless, odorless, dissolves instantly in water. Um, but I was thinking more like dish soap. Like, is the blue one viscous? Like, tell me more information about these. So I'm telling you what my answer is. Would I? I'd have to start asking questions. Uh, I would ask things like, Andy, do you know what these are? Andy, do you know where these came from? Andy, is there anyone who has recently been wronged by you and would like to take vengeance? <laughs> Andy, has anyone, like, threatened you? Or or do you know of anyone who's upset at you? Like, I'd start with that. Uh, do either of them smell like coconut? Because I don't want to poison my friend again. Um, you know, going through the list like that and, and going through the different options and trying to narrow it down. And eventually probably having you just mix them together and drink that. Yes, because mixing together, that would be great. Well, again, that's why you would smell them first. Yes, okay. Because if you could get some flavor profiles from that. <laughs> yes, if, if, like I said, with the, the Baja Gold, or no, Baja Baja Blast. No, what was the, whatever the Pina Colada one was. Yeah, as soon as I opened up, smelled coconut. I'm like, nope. Nope on that one. Right. So, okay. So there's David's answer on that one. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> as we have seen, I am currently drinking the blue one, so... And I think I'm actually done with this now. Well, there we go. So, on that uh, empty can note, uh, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net Thank you for listening. Thank you.